Oh, I, I, I would like to rant about car insurance. Okay, then. Do it now so we don't have to put it in the podcast because that sounds riveting. Who's going to say, oh, car insurance is expensive? It is very expensive. That's the end of the rant. I mean, we all know. There's nothing we can do about it. Such is life. G'day, this is Mark Rafferty, also known as Dr. Darcy Tyler on Neighbours. Alan Fletcher here, aka Dr. Cal Kennedy from Neighbours. It is Kim Valentine here, or Libby Kennedy from Neighbours. It is Jason Cruz here, also known as Nicholas Atkins. And you're listening to the award-winning Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. The best podcast in the entire world. JK, Adam and Tim, thanks for taking me down memory lane. You are the best UK Neighbours that anyone could ask for. Welcome in the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast, award-winning podcast that is sometimes about neighbours. I'm your host, The Sarch JK. Uh, today we have Adam with us. All right. And we have Tim. G'day. Oh, Tim joining us from Australia <laughs> or South Africa or New Zealand. Wasn't quite sure. It was awful. Let's move past it. <laughs> <laughs> so... We've been watching episodes 4,133 to 4,138. Watch these on Vimeo, Tim. Did you watch any this week after watching last week? Yeah, no fuckers. I, I watched episode 2,551 because I got confused. I wonder, what's the significance of that? that Walking, one... Forget it, forget it, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> Why is my insurance so high? <laughs> uh, we watched these... Thanks to Neighbours UK fans forever who's uploaded these on Vimeo. Still not messaged me back. Douchebag. I'm starting to think they're dead, you know. And the last thing they did was upload things to yep. Vimeo. I mean, what a great act as the last act to, to upload these uh, middling episodes. <laughs> they were fucking shit episodes this week. <laughs> Didn't enjoy them at all. I've li- quite liked the five previous ones. We only watched five. And then I watched five more this week, just five again. Um, they were fucking shit this week. Didn't enjoy them at all. <laughs> no, this is a good one. No, they weren't great. They've set things up, but they were just those kind of those episodes that are there to set things up. Really, I mean, there was a bit of action. We left on a we left on a cliffhanger last week with, uh, as I like to give them their their couple name, Flu, which is Flick and Stew. Nice, Luke, thank you. Uh, <laughs> They're the worst couple. I, they've got no chemistry at all. They're fucking boring. Yeah, so can't be bothered with him. No, none at all. Uh, so we did see them. Well, we saw Stu at the bottom of a cliff, uh, on fire, or about to be on fire, as we found out because that van was about to explode. So Flick goes down there, gets him out of it, pulls him out. Boom, goes the van. He doesn't. Thought I just imagine that bit didn't happen. I was ready to say that then. Don't even catch <laughs> fire. They tease it like they show they like a close it. up of like <laughs> dripping. Um, um, petrol or whatever it is, dripping on like a hot exhaust or something, and you're like, oh shit, and she's like, get out quick, fucking hell, it's all going to blow up. It doesn't, that would have cost them probably too much money. Um, so she just pulls him out and nothing ever explodes. Nothing explodes. But he has dislocated his arm, so Flick has to put it in. In the like, I don't know if it was this was a realistic way of put, popping the arm back in, because in like in the cinema, it's always really, like really dramatic, and it, like it's a big... Fucking thing. She just kind of like you dislocate your arm in the fucking cinema. You just sat there watching a fucking film. (laughs) Very vigorous masturbation. Fair point. Back row. (laughs) So Flick just basically she just kind of like shakes his hand and then that kind of pops his arm back in. Then they look up and they're like, oh, we can't get up that hill. And the first thing I thought when I looked up that hill was like, I could get up that hill. 
It's just a normal hill. It wasn't it's even a fucking a cliff. Hill. It was just a hill that you could, and it had grass all over it. Like you could easily walk up the hill. And even you know, you'd have to get your knees up a little bit, but you could easily get up to the top of that hill. Yeah, and it... she, she climbed down it. Yeah, yeah, but and yeah. didn't climb. She kind of just walked down the hill, <laughs> which is gonna be hard. Up again. So lazy. Kate yeah. Bush said running up that hill, they could have done it, no fucking problem. But they look at that hill and went, ah, well, we're not getting back up that hill. Looks oh, like we're <laughs> Yeah, we're fucked. We're going to have to camp out here. Uh, so that's what they do for the first night. They camp out. Uh, but, of course, it's thunderstorms. So they, they shiver through the night, which, by this point, I think Stu's got hypothermia. Or medically, he's fucked because he's shivering. He's just and he's doing the whole kind of thing. And shivering away. Uh, there was a couple of people on the run doing that as well at the half marathon this weekend. Uh, about the nine mile mark, there was a lot of people who looked like couldn't shit. not reference it. Well, here's the thing now. So we talked about it a little bit previously. None of it we can really use because it was fucking boring. Do you want to talk about it now? JK did the half marathon in Manchester this past weekend, um, along with two thousand five hundred uh, and fifty one other people. Um, <laughs> And you you finished it. Me, I I didn't think you would. I thought you might die, Tim. You were you were more positive. You thought he'd do quite well. We're quite proud of him, aren't we, for finishing it? I mean, it's on the way to a marathon, isn't it? So he's not he's not finished it yet. But no, I'm kidding. Are you, are you saying come back when you've done a full one? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was an achievement. Is an achievement. Knowing, knowing where he's come from with his neck and now he's not got a neck and he was fat for a while. Like <laughs> he, let's let's be honest, he was a fat alcoholic womanizer. He was a pro- now... he was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's no, I, I, I agree with these statements, by the way. <laughs> there was a picture you sent me a while back, Tim, and I was just sat on the couch and I was like, What a fat piece of shit I was. <laughs> You didn't do yourself any favours because I don't remember specifically the picture, but I imagine it's one where you had a shirt that was for a little girl. <laughs> it was uh, big. What well, we've spoke on this time on this podcast quite a few times about him wearing weird shit. Are you now at least buying clothes that fit? Or again, what's what are we looking at the moment? Because everything looks like it fits at the moment, which I is a win. I think that was the problem. I was buying. I'm still buying the same size clothes I was buying six, seven years ago. <laughs> but they're actually fitting me now. <laughs> this is good. This is a good thing. You could be one of those guys who's like the transformation kind of meme or something like that. Because like, like holds their trousers out and go, I used to be this part. Exactly. <laughs> so well done. Well done for doing the marathon. Well done for doing the marathon. Fuck that shit. Well done for getting halfway round a marathon. <laughs> imagine that imagine if you'd gone and done a marathon but only got halfway round and then went home that would be fucking shit that's what you've done you've done half a marathon gone that'll do and gone home <laughs> they give you a fucking medal for it <laughs> Usain Bolt just stopped at the 50 metre mark and went that was pretty quick though wasn't it <laughs> I was winning up yes. up, I was winning up to the way <laughs> That's it now. The reason why I've done that and acknowledged it is so you don't fucking bring it up again. <laughs> oh, no, I'll find way. I'll find plenty of ways. Do not worry. Do not worry. Um, where were we up to? You, you, you did half a marathon. I did half a marathon. Uh, and Stu's got hypothermia. Uh, the next morning, they 
muddle along some more. They, they decide to go across. They're like, oh, just follow the river. We'll go across the river and we'll we'll find some sort of land eventually. Uh, they keep them going again, but Stewie's fucked, as we've said. So Flick goes on ahead, maybe to look ahead, maybe just to leave him for dead at this point. We're not quite sure. Uh, but she does find the cabin and comes back for him. And yeah, they've got a, they've got a nice little cabin for the night. It's quite it's quite a nice little place, to be honest. Like it's a, it's good. You know, like you 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 see it on Airbnb. You know, that's a great little find. Uh, so they get a good fire going. There's some beans. They've got they've got tins of beans as well, so they can cook him up some beans. Uh, but it's like he's still very very worried about his hypothermia. So he's, she's like, right, you're gonna have to go get in the uh, the big metal pan over there. Some warm water and have a bath Why in it. You called it a big metal pan because that's what it was. It was a big metal pan. It was a bath. It was like one of those old country and western metal ones, but it was big enough because he fucking gets in it. It's not like a fucking saucepan that they washed out the beans and then said, "You get in it now." <laughs> no, I, I think it was probably also used as a cooking pot. I imagine it's multi-use. It's a bath and a cooking pot at the same time. Uh, and you know the bean juice adds to the bath. The bath adds to the juice. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Creates a nice little stew, and um, which is good because stew's in it. Oh, uh, he didn't even do that. No, he didn't. He didn't. Oh, did you see that? Did you hear the gap between him saying stew and then when? Oh, that's also stew. Yeah. You could see it on his face. You can't see it when you listen to this shit. But there was a second, a realisation. And then he acknowledged his own joke. (laughs) And sorry, everyone, that's now the clip on Instagram this week. (laughs) Um, So that seems to sort sort him out a little bit. He seems a bit better the next day. And then the ranger finds them. Uh, He said he found them. He, He saw the van upside down on fire. So he's like, oh, there'll be two people out here. Uh, finds them, takes them back home. They get checked over by Dr. Darcy, and they're all fine. Darcy's like, Flick, you've done a brilliant job keeping Stu alive here. Well done. The she- hypothermia um, goes surprisingly quickly. He's he's literally fine 10 minutes later. Darcy yeah, goes, yeah. oh, fucking hell, you were lucky. You almost died there of hypothermia. Off your pot. And he, <laughs> he just goes home. He's got his arm in a sling because of the dislocation. He says, Flick, you've done a fucking great job there. Well done. He almost died. Um, just um, validate your parking on the way out. See you later. The not he's not asked. There's nothing wrong with this guy. I think Stu was faking the whole time so he could get naked and sit in the big metal pan. Because <laughs> <laughs> Flick was bathing him. She was like, you know, wanking him off and stuff, and it made him feel a lot better very quickly. I mean, of course it does. But he says he says at one point, oh, this is why people fall in love with their nurses all the time, right? I don't, I don't know. Again, it just seemed a bit off. Um, it was fine at the end, very quickly. Yeah. So while we, while all this is going on, we'll get to it, Tim. Don't worry. But Shell isn't going to New York, so Flick's like, "Well, there's no point me going to New York now. I don't want to go to New York." But through this whole endeavor, Stu's like, "Do you know what? No, you should go to New York," and convinces her to go, despite the fact Shell isn't going. It makes no sense. Makes yeah. no, no sense whatsoever. It was literally last week. How many episodes back is this? Uh, like a few. Yeah, we only watched five like, last no. week. Yeah, but like it was, it was probably the episode like two or three. 
from like three episodes back, maybe. He's like, no, we're soulmates, don't go. Now he's like, oh, shit, I was actually looking forward to you going. Fuck off. It's stupid. Like, Flick says, oh, no, I'm not going to go because now I can stay with you. Flick's not, Flick's not going. Uh, Michelle's not going. I can just stay here. Um, the jobs, she even says, it's the same job. It's just here and not in New York. So I'll just stay with you because it's for you know we're we're getting getting on and it's it's really good and all and and everything, and he and then he just goes, well no you, you might as well go. <laughs> it's it's so shit. Yeah, it's I'd I'd love to know what his thinking is behind this because it's clearly such a massive error and everything that he feared was going to happen first time around will clearly just happen now. But they didn't. They haven't even done it in a way like the whole Connor Michelle one was. He didn't want to hold her back, so he was going to let her go. And she can. She's young. She goes off and lives a life. What a great thing! And if we're meant to be, we'll. You know, I'll see you in a year, and we'll pick you up. All that kind of stuff. This storyline didn't have any of that. She was going for this job and helping her sister out. Her sister's not going. She's actually said, oh, "I won't go." Then and he's gone. Nah, go, go on, go on. It makes no sense. There's nothing to hold her back from or anything. It's There was nothing. It's shit. Yeah, and she's like, oh my God, you're the best boyfriend ever. I give it maybe a month after she's left. She goes, oh yeah, got dumped. Flick's not coming back. Uh, well, Flick's met- not supposed to come back for six months anyway. Mm. So she's not going to, you don't even need to acknowledge it for six months. I I bet. If she if she goes, which I, I don't know what actually ends up happening, but they could break up as she's going, and she could be like, "Yeah, we we probably just shouldn't do this. We we should be free and whatever." And it was all pointless. Break up all ties, and then she can fuck off for a bit. Um, it was all pointless in the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the tagline for neighbors, isn't it? Really. <laughs> It is when you think, I was thinking this the other day, like how the finale, we did the thing for it, and it was like, oh, that was nice. That was a, oh, what a great moment. We watched it for all these these years and bring back all these people. And, oh, it was in the in the public eye for whatever, a few months. And let's try and save it and celebrate it. And let's have a tour and let's do all that. Why bring it back, dickheads? <laughs> Why bring it back? <laughs> it's, it's pointless. You gave it an ending and then you... You're doing it. Oh, it's winding me up. They keep announcing new people each each week. So there's no surprises if you want to actually watch it, which is shit. Um, but then also, like, all the storylines ended. People got yeah. together or moved away or moved on. And we've all fucking moved. Well, some of us have moved on. <laughs> you know, some of us have moved on 25 years ago. But here we, here we are. Um I just don't. I don't want to watch the new ones. I don't care. I don't. I don't. Get, Guy Pearce is on it. Brilliant, but he's only doing a few episodes. Who gives a fuck? What's the point? Misha Barton. What's the What's the point? Why would she be in fucking Ramsey Street? Shit. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what we're doing anymore. do people think it's going to be good when they bring it back after like the first week when everyone goes oh it's back did you watch it and everyone goes yeah it's not that good is it that's what will happen it was it was like when we did the 2012 apps and we went this isn't good i'm not watching any more of these because at one point we were legit thinking we were like oh we'll do the 2012 ones and then we We were gonna do two shows a week yeah and then we quickly went no we're not doing that no 
we didn't make it through two fucking episodes. <laughs> it was shit. You know what's more likely to happen? Slight adjustment to what you just said. It's more likely everyone will be like, oh, yeah, Neighbours is back. Did you see him? No. Oh, yeah, no, no, I didn't either. I was just curious if you did. I think everyone will watch the first episode back and it'll all get posted, the ratings, and everyone will be like, fucking hell, look at that. Everyone's watched fucking Neighbours. It's That's why we brought it back. We did it. The Neighbours verse or whatever they're calling themselves. And then every episode, less and less people will watch it. And, okay, prediction. When does it come back on? When when are these new episodes starting on Amazon? Uh, they haven't given an actual date yet, but let's say... Give me a month. Uh, I said November. Let's say November. November. I predict that by... I'll give them a year. November 2024, cancelled again, finished. A year? I'll give oh. it a year, because I think they'll go, well, we've got to give it a year. I think there's a lot of optimism in everything you're saying here. I think really because I thought I was being really harsh and no. terrible about the old thing. <laughs> I, I think there's there's a reason it died in the first place, but at least it was accessible. Now, yeah, okay, you can kind of say it's it's more accessible, but to who? The people who are watching Neighbors don't quite possibly don't have Amazon. They might have Netflix. They want it to be on ITV or BBC or Channel Five or or something that's yeah. just on terrestrial TV. Nobody, I can't see people going on Amazon, especially for this every fucking oh. day. Yeah, it's, it's going to make it even more niche than, than, than it was before because, yeah, you've got to pay for it now. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. If anyone on the show is listening and they need an official podcast uh, companion <laughs> series, I can, I, you know, I can turn it on and be positive. But at the moment, not, I'm, I can't see how this is going to go well. You got to redesign in order to rebuild and reclaim. That's the point. They need a podcast tie-in. They need to switch around the format so that you can binge watch maybe longer episodes. They, if they did like turn this into like four or five seasons of thirty episodes of forty-minute, whatever the fuck I'm saying, forty-minute episodes, that's different. You'd get a little bit of a different audience involved then. I think people will be more inclined because we watch five episodes. And ish, it's usually about five. If and that's a week's worth, um, and we talk about it in about an hour. Sometimes a little bit less, sometimes a little bit over if there's a quiz or something. Um, but it's about an hour, and we'll tell you everything that happened in a much more entertaining way than having to watch five fucking episodes of that shit. <laughs> so I think, I think, bring it back, keep showing them, or keep making them. Send us the episodes. You don't have to put it on Amazon. It's probably expensive, whatever. Just send, Just send us, film it. <laughs> send it to us. We will watch it and we'll tell all the other dickheads what happened. That could that could become like a proper fucking meta project for us that where we exist only talking about a TV show that no one else gets to see. Yeah. It cut the cost down as well. That was one of the reasons it got cancelled too. It's yeah. expensive to make. And let's be honest as well, Tim don't watch okay. the episode, so you don't even have to pay him. Yeah. And and I've just realised, technically, Jay makes up half the stuff anyway, so it doesn't matter that no one... Doesn't matter it. again. Doesn't <laughs> matter. So, um, right, we'll do it. Just send me the episodes. I'll watch probably just five a week. Tim's not going to watch them, of course. 
You're not going to watch it. Um, and then a host of sorts will make up his own, yeah. and then I'll tell him what actually happened. <laughs> you t- you'll tell me if I got close or not. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a really good plan going forward, that. There you go. Sorry, everyone who tuned in for, like, chat about neighbours. We've just spent 20 minutes telling you why it's shit and going to fail, but we might be <laughs> quite well out of it. The thing is, though, like, we're watching episodes from, what, 2000. 2000- Two-ish, are we now? Three? Two. And it's shit there. This was 20 years ago. It's not getting better than this. It got cancelled. I think the, I really... I, I know I said these episodes this last five, because we only watched five. These were a bit crap. I genuinely do and enjoy watching the nostalgia, but if there's no nostalgia, it's just fucking what it, what it was before it finished. Yeah. Not asked. Yeah. And the other, you know what? I'll happily hand in my neighbours sometimes about neighbours podcast card membership card and, and leave it to the other podcasts who want to talk about it. Good luck to you because it's shit and I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> hey guys, this is Marissa, the OG and the best Summer Hoyland, and you're listening to the OG and the best neighbours podcast, the Neighbourhood Rewatch. As we alluded to earlier by saying Shell's not going to New York, Shell isn't going to New York. Not going, Tim. He's not going. Uh, right, that... stop for a second. We, we had theories as to why she might not be going. I would. Lo- Tim hasn't watched them this week because he watched them last week. You don't have to watch them again for another two years or something. So, Tim, why don't, what do you think the reason was for why Michelle is not going to New York anymore? Right, remind remind me of what was taking her in the first place. She was part of the exchange program from Erinsborough High, her school. She was chosen, along with every other fucker by the sounds of it, to go to New York for a year. It seems lazy at this point for them to be like, the school's just like, oh, we're not doing that anymore. But it's... Uh, You know what? Fair play to the lad. Fair he's play. Gonna, he's going to want to guess. And I like how he did that because he wanted, to, he wanted the little... The back thing, why? Why was she going to go? It was it was for this reason. Straight away, he thought, what is the laziest, shittest thing that could have <laughs> happened? They just decided she can't go. Brilliant, because that is what happened to him. That's exactly what happens. They're <laughs> literally leaving. They're off to the airport. Joe Scully gets a call. He's like, oh, I better get the phone. Gets the phone and goes, oh, right, okay. Shell, come, bu- Shell, come back. What's up, Dad? Can't go anymore. And Shell's like, what do you... Like, Shell really has a hard time understanding this. She's like... I don't understand what you're saying to me. It's what? almost like she's trying to get an actual reason. <laughs> yeah. well, no, no, the, like to, to Joe Scully, she's like, well, no, the, like what of the what was decided in the writers' room? Because I'm, I'm okay. Like it's fine. I'll act to what it. Yeah, you tell me what it is. I'll act. Not a problem. Yeah, I will act. You tell me why am I not going, Joe? And he's gone. Oh. Money, money. <laughs> <That's Yeah. right. laughs> And then Shell goes, wait a minute, Tani's already there. And he goes, yeah, don't worry about that. Yeah, she does. <laughs> because it's almost like we might go, whoa, hang on, a mate's, a mate's still there now. And and, he, and Joe Scully goes, yeah. Oh. Because she's already there, it's, it's, she's going to keep being there. And she says something like, why, has she got to come straight back? Have they cut her trip short? And he goes, no, because she's not in the show anymore. So oh, she's not going to be back. Don't worry about it. Should we all go to the pub? Yeah, let's go to the pub. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Do you remember when Jack Scully arrived and Jack Scully sticks his head in and goes, hi, let's go to the pub. Let's go to the pub. So they all go to the pub. Uh, 
And Joe Scully goes, welcome home, Shell. This is your welcome <laughs> home meal. And that yeah. goes down like a fucking turd. Uh, well, even that, so they're having this like, oh, Michelle's not going thing. And then halfway through the meal, Shell, Connor and Delta Goodrum go, should we go and do one of the other storylines now? They don't even stay for the full, like, Michelle's not going party. They just fuck off and do something else halfway through. Yeah, Delta's got her own. She's like, I've got my own storyline now, so yeah. fuck off. I'm not asked about your shitty storyline. Uh, but it's never mentioned again, Tim. Yeah, so neighbours. <laughs> now they do they do try and bring New York to her in the in the Harold's cafe. True. Like, oh, we thought you'd re- they make her up <laughs> and kind of puts on a shit American accent. And what did he make her? Was it a hot dog or is it no. a pizza? No. Is it a pizza? <laughs> no. No. Uh, what else is New York famous for? Bagels. He brings bagels. out a massive load of bagels and he goes through all the different kind of bagels he has. Is there, is there different kind of bagels? You can have anything on a bagel, can't you? He goes, this one's got poppy seeds in it. This one's got cream cheese on it. He starts doing all that. Yeah. So the fact that you thought it was something that wasn't that is odd again. <laughs> it's completely zoned out. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. That's It's completely done now. Uh, like I said, Delta's moved on to her own story. Uh, she has a stalker. Let's let's face it; it is a stalker. Pretty much, someone who keeps the message going. I what I like you. I've been watching you, and everyone else. And she's like, "This is a bit creepy, isn't it?" And everyone's like, "Oh no, this is great. This is brilliant. Oh, you've got an admirer. You should go meet him." You know. And she's like, "No, it's a bit creepy. Like he just keeps on sending me messages all the time." You know these messages? Yeah. You know, you know what they sound like. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tim could be the stalker. <laughs> All these messages I've said before, he reminds me of the guy from you who's a fucking book-loving, serial-killing sociopath, whatever it is. <laughs> I think that's who this guy would be. I can imagine Tim being the stalker here and he ripped because he's like watching her from afar and he's he does he's too shy to meet her at Grease Monkeys um, for their blind date, which they all make a fucking go on. Um, I can imagine Tim being this stalker, a Delta Goodrum stalker. If only I wasn't 13 years old at the time. It might have been. So what you're saying is that you will reverse Peter win. Oh, you got to keep watch. <laughs> you got to keep watch. There's always some reverse Peter win going on. Also, didn't we decide when Tim was ill for those fucking six weeks that Delta Goodrum was also ill at that exact period of time? <laughs> we did, yeah. Are you we... trying to say that I might be Delta Goodrum? We've never seen you in the same room together, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And we not we all know about your fantastic singing voice. I want at some point I want you to post to our Instagram or Twitter. Don't Instagram on Twitter though, or tweet on Instagram because you can't do that. Um, what I want you to do is record your own version with your brother on um, the piano of Born to Try, please. <laughs> but I want you to t- change the lyrics to Born to Tim. <laughs> Done. I'll do that now. <laughs> uh, speaking of reverse Peter Wins, we talk about the OG. Whoa, hang on. It was never proven. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't do anything funny this week. She's just a bit... She's just... Yeah. Go on, then. What yeah. do you want to say? Well, she's excited for this mother-daughter parade. You know what you look like, sorry? <laughs> at the moment... So you can't see this, but he's got a black T-shirt and he's fucking running medal round. But at the moment, it just looks like a lanyard round your head, round your neck. So at the moment, you look like someone who might nip to the back and see if they've got that new pair of Nike Air Jordans in a size nine. <laughs> That's what you look like. But then never reappears. Never comes back. Never come back because you're shagging some slag in the back. 
<laughs> that never one. happened when I worked at Scott's, by the way. <laughs> Don't put that in. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she says. <laughs> yeah, OG. So she's very excited about the mother-daughter parade. And she's decided that she's going to make her own outfit. But Steph's she's got no to make her own outfit. That's part of the rules. Is that part of the rules? Uh, but Steph's no good at sewing. So she's like, I'm no fucking good at sewing. But my mum is, so don't worry. You tell me what you want. I'll get Lynn to sort it. She's fucking great at sewing. Uh, she did all the stuff for Gino's pantomime the other week. It was brilliant. Got really. Never saw that pantomime. No, never saw it. Joe Scully spent a week building the sets, and we never fucking saw it. Yeah, I, I mean, we haven't seen Gino since. No, we haven't actually. Lynn just went. Oh, that was a great success, wasn't it? And Joe went. Yeah, it was. And that was it. Um, so Steph's looking after OG while Max is at the pub. Max comes back, and Steph's like, "Right, I'm off then." You know. I need to go tell Lynn what, what she needs to to make. And he's like, do you want to stay for, want to stay for some wine? And Steph's like, yeah, all right then. All right. Okay, I like wine. And they have a nice little they have a nice little chat on the couch. And Summer straight away is like, ooh, I like that. I like the look of this. Indeed, Steph, she could be my mum full time. Summer has a like a movie night with, with Max. And they're watching a Renee Zellweger film. Assuming it was Bridget Jones. Bridget Jones, because she says something about it. She's going to go down the fire pole now or something. She says like a bit. And I was like, oh, she must uh, be watching Bridget Jones. Yeah. I like Bridget Jones. We give Tim a lot of shit, not on here, but in it, like our own personal lives, about him like, liking shit rom-coms. Because um, it's all he fucking watches. Because um, he's got to. Unlucky. Uh, I like Bridget Jones. I've only seen the first one. I didn't. I didn't want to see the rest of them. Mm. Tim, yeah. thoughts? Best Brid- Bridget Jones. Do you like Bridget Jones at all? It's fine. The first, it's yeah, it's all about the first one. I I have watched the others quite recently. On, only watched the third one. It's just it's fine. There's no need for it. Is it like so? You watch that one and then another one and then another one. Was that a bit like doing a full marathon when really you could have just done half of it and gone on? You just watched the first one, didn't you? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. You got what everything you wanted from that first film. The second yeah. one, the third, is just repeating more of the same. It's a fucking point. And <laughs> <laughs> um, so this, this episode is going to be called something about marathons, right? I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, probably. We'll have a think. I'll figure out a point at some point. Have a think. Me and Tim will have a think. We'll tell you what we think, then just do what you think. Um, it might just be called Mara, because that's like half of Marathon. Oh, no, don't do that. <laughs> uh, so OG's like, oh, what do you think about Renee Zellweger, Max? I think she, um, she just calls him Max, not Dad. I think she does say Dad, because he is a dad. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you think she's as pretty as Steph? And he's like, that was a pretty tough one, to be honest. Uh, he is a tough one, to be fair. Uh, and he's like, and then she's like, do you know what? You should fucking ask Steph out, Dad. And he, he's like, what do you mean? He's like, fucking, she stayed for some wine last night. And he's like, do you think she likes me? And she's like, oh, for fuck's sake, Dad. Like, can you not read any fucking signs? So she is fully on that map. Do you think she likes him? I don't know. I don't know. That's you what was the character you, for not I, reading the signs. You were making that sound like Steph was all over him, but I don't think she is yet. No, but I think, I mean, the OG sees things that we don't see. True. I, that is, you're right. She's like, you know, in 
in Game of Thrones before it was shit. Like the three-eyed raven kind of thing. And it was like the mystical, all-seeing oracle. I reckon she's like that. You are right. She sees things that the other others cannot see. You were right. Tim, what do you think? Uh, questions. Different question because you haven't watched the episodes. How are you at reading signs? Was Grace giving you the eye? Were you giving her like the stalker fucking pedo messages? How did it like, what was the deal? Signs, Tim. Do you, do you think you're quite perceptive in that way? I, I'm more likely to go the other way that even if someone's screaming in my face that they like me, I'm more like, they don't like me, do they? Like, that, that, I'm way the opposite direction. Why do you think that is? Is that kind of like self-esteem? What what are you are you what do you think? <laughs> well, I'm, 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 I'm just taking it a different way. I don't, I don't I don't know. I think I think you know because I couldn't get any when I was in high school. Uh, that's that's my go-to mindset now. Just assume. Yeah. See, what's what's interesting is our host of sorts, JK, is the exact opposite. So again, <laughs> not really, not really getting 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 anywhere. All of a sudden, click <laughs> light bulb moment. Everyone wants a piece of this guy in his head. <laughs> Everyone. It's interesting though. I feel like we like we've been on the similar journey. We just had different mindsets. Didn't realize that, but that's what this podcast's about. It's about figuring shit out. G'day, this is Mark Rafferty, also known as Dr. Darcy Tyler on Neighbours, and you're listening to the award-winning Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. Though I'd like to know what awards they won. They didn't tell me. Should we talk about Cookie? Oh, one horrible oh. bastard. Horrible bastard indeed. Uh, and he's being super nice to D now after power playing her last week. Trying, trying, because he, she didn't call the the ethics board or whatever it was. And he's like, ah, I fucking got you. You're shit scared of me. So I'm going to be super fucking nice to you. And he gaslights her a bit as well and goes, do you know what? You were giving me all the fucking signs. You were fake falling into me. You were giving me the eye. You know, you're the one playing me here. I'm the victim. Absolutely gaslighting her. Which is pretty horrific for Dee. She comes home and she's completely distant again with Toadie. Toadie's he's made her a dinner. He's fucking burnt it because he's Toadie and well, what's he fucking like? Uh, but she's just like, oh, I'm just fucking tired. I want to go to bed. Is that all right? And he goes, No, it's not fucking all right this time. You never want to fucking spend any time with me. Uh, Adam's smiling here like. He didn't burn the dinner. It was fucking brilliant. And he, she actually comes home and says, "Is this? Am I in the right place?" Because he's actually made so much effort. No, he made such it. a nice, nice he dinner. He opens the oven and all black smoke comes she out. Come, she comes home and goes, "Am I? Am I, am I in number 30? And He was like, "Yeah, this is what we're doing now." I thought I'd make an effort. No, he definitely and he gives her a dinner for the next day as well. Still burn though. <laughs> Still burn. Completely this imaginary. Black, this black smoke thing. It's is, a minor thing, but I was just like, cool. that that wasn't what happened. Look, that's by the by anyway. Toadie's had enough of this. He's he knows that he's not being truthful with him. So he sat she comes home one night and he's sat in the dark in the kitchen. This did happen. This absolutely don't give me that look at him. This happened. He sat in the dark and she comes into the kitchen and goes, Oh, what are you doing there? And he's like, I want to break up with you. Why does he say that, though? You are right. He is waiting for her when she gets home in the kitchen, and he does say, I want to break up with you. Why does he do that? Oh, shit, because he thinks... Ah, there we go. I have, I have missed a step here. Oh, no, I'm waiting. I'm holding it, because I think you're going to get it wrong again. Go on. <laughs> because 
he takes her to work the next day, sees Cookie, and Cookie's like, got a big, got a legendary barbecue happening tonight. You want to come? And he's like, no, we're fucking busy. And Tony's like, well, I wouldn't mind going to that. Uh, he walks away, sees Cookie, put his arms around D, and like yeah. kind of. He puts his, he sees him coming onto her again. And he thinks they're having an affair. That's what she's so distant for. That's what she's not telling me about. He doesn't just come home for the sake of it. He sees that happening, misconstrued. He's like, whoa, what's going on? He thinks it's an affair. Really, it's Cookie being an absolute slime bar. Yeah. So he wants to break up with D and, and tells her that. Uh, and at this point, she finally fucking tells the truth to him. And he's like, why, why, have you, why have you not told me the truth before? And she's like, well, you were last time this happened with Ray, you were a fucking dickhead about it. So didn't really feel my confidence this time around. And he doesn't feel over confidence this time around. I was like, I'm going to fucking take him down. I'm a lawyer. I'm going to absolutely destroy him. We're going to ruin his name throughout everything. And she's like, no, I don't want to do any of that. He confronts him in the car park, says, don't you ever come on to D again. I'm going to take you down. And he's like, no, you're fucking not. You're a lawyer, but you work as a fucking concierge in a hotel. You're not taking anyone down, dickhead. I'm fucking cookie. And I think he, I, I think he reiterates the fact that he was coming on to him again. I think that's his his line of defence. Well, it's it, that, and it's it's a bit of a prove it, dickhead. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, innocent till proven guilty, and all that. Uh, Dee doesn't want to fight it, but eventually Tony convinces her to fight it. So she puts in a formal complaint, and that gets the ball rolling. <laughs> He's smiling again. What have you done? Smiling again. Does she put in a formal complaint? Yeah, yeah, she puts it in formally. Does she though? He does, yeah. She goes in for a meeting with the HR people. She comes out of the meeting of the HR people and he totally goes, Oh, how did it go? And she says, Well, I can either do it in house or I can put in a formal complaint. But I don't really want to do a formal complaint because that means <laughs> I'm gonna get interviewed and I might have to go to court, all that kind of stuff. So I don't think I'm gonna do that. No, she does it. She defo does it. She defo puts in the formal complaint. You're just gaslighting me now. You're I don't doing, think she does. I think me. she probably will do, but at this stage, I don't think she has. No, I think she's already done it. Okay. Uh, because Cookie's not phased by this, because he's like, straight. first thing he does is gets down the pub with a load of young nurses and goes, right, drinks are on me, young nurses. I'm Cookie. Oh, Dean D and Tony in the corner, fuck them. I'm just going to be Cookie. I'm just going to live out loud. Uh, and carry on gaslighting people. Stop saying gaslighting. What does it even fucking mean? You keep saying it. <laughs> what does it actually mean? I don't Winding know. People up. What does it mean? I think it's making. I don't know. I'm sure there's a proper. Um... Saying so what does it mean? Let's have a look. He de- definitely used it in three different ways. That's a- what's confusing me a bit. <laughs> gaslighting is a subjective experience of having one's reality repeatedly questioned by another. A colloquialism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, butchered, I, I know I butchered that word, Tim. Come on. Uh, the term derives from the title of the 1944 American film Gaslight, which was based on the 1938 British play Gaslight. Though the term, <laughs> though the term did not gain popular currency in English until the until mid- about two minutes ago, when you said it about 400 times in the space of two minutes. Yeah, uh, we know what this this week's episode is going to be called now. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, predictions? Do we think Cookie is going to get away with this? I think he's going to get away with it for the next five episodes, but the five a- after that, he's going to get his comeuppance. Oh, because he has also declared as well, he's staying at Erisborough Hospital. Sticking around, Tim. Sticking around. I'd go as far as saying that I think he's a shit enough character 
that this, I reckon the conclusion to this storyline will not include him and it will be really quick. <laughs> Ooh. It'll be something between Toadie and Dee and they'll be like, oh yeah, Cookie got fired or he got transferred and you won't see him again. That's a solid prediction, to be honest. He he just he doesn't seem like the right kind of slimy douchebag. He wears roll neck jumpers. Yeah, he he seems like they're trying too hard, and they've cast a like a kind of nothing actor, and it's just whoa, yeah. we're talk- we don't do that, Tim. You're horrible. <laughs> I'm a nice neighbors podcast. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, I've got two more storylines I want to talk Hold about. Hold on, let's do it. Uh, I'm going to give you a choice which one you want to talk about, actually. Do we want to talk about Lou, or do we want to talk about Jack Scully? Both, simultaneously, go. Oh, we're going to do them both anyway, so... Uh, was, Neither of them are particularly good, but we do need to talk about Lou, because last week I'm pretty sure we decided that Lou was fucked. <laughs> he is, and he's still fucked. He's got, he thinks he's fucked got... Fucked, confirmed now, Tim. Official, official diagnosis. Yeah, for uh, Carl, they got Carl in. Carl wasn't in the hospital that day. They had to ring him up. They went, Carl, can you come down here and check on Lou? Lou Carl took one look at him and went, fucked. <laughs> fucked itis. Well, he's got, he thinks he's got infected mozzie bites on his leg. That's what he says. And then, like, kind of like Dr. House, Carl looks at that symptom and goes, fuck it up, right? You need to get to the fucking hospital now. Gets him down there. Oh, uh, I want to talk about something else. Go on. <laughs> Not yet. We'll get to that, Tim. We'll get to that, Tim. Uh, turns out he's got kidney problems and he needs some dialysis straight away. So they put him on a dialysis machine uh, and they do some more tests. Uh, those tests confirm that 90% of his kidney tissue is now damaged. 90%? That's 90%. a fucking big number. That is a big number. That is more than half. It is. That's <laughs> like doing, like... <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Uh, so that's like doing a full marathon (laughs) but like even seeing the finish line and going nah (laughs) the idea like that's what the kid like the kidney problems like it's like well you're fucked Uh, nearly (laughs) (laughs) so he could be on this forever and lose taking this um Pretty hard. This news, he's he's like, "Go on, doc, give it to me straight." Am I am I fucked? And he's, I was like, "Yeah, you pretty much are, to be honest." And uh, he's like, and he says, "Do you want to see Rosie?" He's like, "No, I do not want to fucking see Rosie at this point. The last person I want to see on this fucking earth is Rosie." Um, Which is unfortunate because she's sat outside the fucking hospital room all night. She camps out there all night, sits <laughs> there, and because because to his credit, Lou goes, "Nah, fuck that bitch." Well, she sits there all night. And in the morning, he goes, all right, then. So she comes in, and he goes, I'd just like you come in here so I can say, fuck off. Yeah, it's and off fucking she pops. glorious. It is so fucking glorious. Uh, and But then she's a fucking... She can't even just go, right, okay, I'm just oh. going to fuck off. She can't do that. She, she then sends her best mate, Lynn, down to go talk to Lou. And Lou straight away is like, fucking Rosie sent you. She's not getting the fucking message. Fucking dick. It is that, and he says he says something like, "She just wants to act like she cares, but she fucking dumped me last week. It's just to clear her conscience." Conscience. Yeah. So like, yeah, fucking well done, Lou. Yeah, he's got this shit figured out. 
I mean, he can't get his piss sorted out because of his kidneys, but he's got his shit sorted out. Yeah. <laughs> but he's right. He rings up Lolly. He rings up Lauren. He's ringing all these people. He's kind of making plans here for for death because yeah. he's at ninety percent. That's what, he only needs another ten percent, and he's <laughs> and he's fucked. Yeah, no one's coming to see him though. No, no one's coming to see him. Lolly's not coming. Lauren's not coming. So yeah, I don't think he's dying. But he's yeah. They weren't uh, on the cash sheet that week. Yeah. They might have to get replacement actors in as well if they decide they don't fucking look right anymore or something. <laughs> do you think within the what's going to happen within the next five episodes with Lou? Do you think he's going to be cured? Cured is a stretch. I don't think he can be cured. Although the hypothermia went really quickly um, for Stu. I reckon he'll be back home and he will be struggling with life trying to take it easy and people will be telling him he has to take it easy. I think it'll be that riveting storyline where he keeps trying to do things and people keep saying, you're fucked, mate, take it easy. And it'll it'll be as bad as the cough, where it was literally like, like, oh, that's a horrible cough. You must be dying. He'll literally be like making himself a a brew and like, oh, calm down. We are just picking body parts of Lou because he's had the heart problem and we had the whole storyline of, oh, you can't do stuff with the heart problem. He did his back in. Yeah. Can't do stuff with your back. Stop doing stuff, Lou. No, I'm fine. They're just picking different... They're just going from head to toe, yeah? Yeah. You'll have fucking gout in a couple of months' time. Dick will fall off. That's not, that's not gout, Tim. <laughs> you never had gout in your dick. You don't know what it's like. <laughs> How'd you get gout in your dick? Oh, good. <laughs> Clip that somewhere. <laughs> How'd you get gout in your dick? Then, I, then How'd I... you get gout anyway? Drinking, like, just eating a steak for, like, three meals a day and just... Really? The bottle. Yeah, it's just, like, high alcohol and high... Meat. Is that why your foot nearly fell off? No, it's because I did half a marathon. No, before when you had to go and get it drained and stuff. Oh, yeah, I didn't even need draining. I don't know what the problem with that was. It was just some weird growth underneath. I think it was because I was wearing nice shoes, but they weren't that comfy. <laughs> and that was the problem. Possible. <laughs> but now I don't have that problem, thanks to Tim's wedding. But that only leaves us with Jack. Leaves Jack's us with Jack and the best storyline of the week that you've completely forgotten about. So let's do Jack and then let's finish on the good one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I did completely forget last week that he did show up. Uh, Jack Scully is here, footballer extraordinaire. He's here back in Erinsborough. Uh, and John wants to know why he's here, but Jack is not answering any questions. It's very obvious at this stage that there is ulterior motives to Jack and his return to Australia and Ram Street and the Scully's house. We don't find what this what this is um, at all in these five episodes. Um, but we know there's something by the end of it. But he's not, he doesn't want to tell anybody. They keep asking him. It's very obvious. Joe Scully spotted this straight away that he knows there's something up. Um, but even Jack doesn't even, tell him. He's even gotten down in Joe's man shed. They're in the shed. He says, Let's Same have a chat. And he's about to have a chat. Lynn comes down and says, I've just made you fucking tea. Come on. Um, so that was the one chance he had to tell him, and he didn't take it. Um, so. We don't know what's going on with Jack Scully. He's just pottering around. He's he's taking a bit of a shine to Delta Goodrim. 
because why wouldn't you? It's Delta Goodrum. Um, we're hearing a little bit about his girlfriend, who is from New Zealand, who he lives with in England, called Laurie. Um, and not Laura. Not Laura. Laurie. Um, so they're chatting about her a little bit. She finally rocks up um, in episode five. Um, and she's full on New Zealand. I quite like the New Zealand accent. I didn't realize how much I liked it, but I do quite like it. It's a lot better than the Australian one, I think. <laughs> um, she's there, and straight away she fucking spills the beans. She does. Uh, but we don't know what those beans are. We don't know what kind of beans they are, Tim. What kind of beans do you think they are? It's not the beans, it's the pan they came from that Stu climbs into afterwards. Yeah. Beans everywhere. Everywhere. So, yeah, he's he, Laurie has told something to Joe and Lynn, but we don't know what that is. Because Jack's like, because she goes to, she goes, she shows up at the Scully's house and, like, oh, he's not here. He might be there. He might be chatting up Delta Goodrum at the cafe. She goes to the cafe and they're like, oh, no, he's fucked off. Don't know where he is. And she's like, oh, fuck it. I'll go back home then to Scully's. Jack shows back up at the coffee shop, trying to chat up Delta Goodrum again. And, like, hey, your girlfriend's just been. And he's like, what the fuck? Shit. Better fucking get round back to the Scully's house. Gets back round to the Scully's house, but it's too late. She's already told John Lynn everything. That's why she's here. But what is it? What is the? What do we think the news is? So much. You think the news is? Could be fucking anything. I'm I'm gonna give him benefit of the doubt and reckon this could actually be something good, given that my last two predictions have been probably shit, and one of them was right. <laughs> Um, I think it's pretty straightforward. I think he's just been cut from the team. Oh, you think that? Oh, I see. I was going to say, I think I was going to go out and say, like, Laurie is pregnant. We tried the pregnant one with Shell and didn't stick. But sure. this one, I think Laurie's pregnant. But would that mean that he's got to come home? <laughs> I reckon he's broke for some reason. He could be. He could be. Maybe like gambling and disgraced, so he had to, so he got fired or whatever. Yeah, it could happen as well. I but, do think we'll find out in the very next episode, though. Oh yeah, because yeah, it literally ends with Joe Red. What the fuck's going on? Me and you need to talk, dickhead. Yeah. So we'll get to that in the in the next five episodes, in next week's podcast. Only yeah. five. Yeah, only five. Yeah. Anyway, that'd be fucking mental. Um, do you want to talk about one more thing? It's my favourite bit of the five episodes. Okay, so last week we did the quiz, and in part of the quiz there was a picture round. In that picture round, there was a picture of Susan. Susan was given a look that could only mean shag, question mark. This week, it has all gone off following that look, Tim. Oh, there was... It has been an absolute shag fest at Carl and Susan's these last five episodes. Pretty much every episode. Like, they keep maybe missing an opportunity. Like, Lou came in with his mosquito bikes and they were about to shag, but they didn't. Susan's been doing him meals, dressing up nice. Getting Carl keeps buying bottles of wine, of course he does. Um, Susan wants to know, in one of the episodes, do you remember our first time? And Carl's like, first time? What do you mean, fucking first time? When we met? Yeah, I remember when we met. It was this. No, the first time. The first time. Oh, when we got married, that first time. Oh, yeah, the wedding day was really good. She's like, no. And she hits him with the look again. And he's like, whoa, shag. Yeah. Straight was, away. There's no question it. mark at the end of that shag. No. It's an exclamation mark. Yeah, it is very much. Tell us about our shag. 
can we go shag? <laughs> and, and they then it do. Just becomes... Well, no, I'm, I'm jumping ahead of myself because I was so excited by it. They don't because Carl is tired from being at the hospital with Lou. He comes home, Susan's like, shag. And he's like, well, pretty tired. She's like, yeah, fair enough. You, are, you look pretty tired. He goes to bed. She goes to bed. And then for some reason, 30 seconds, like it was a tiny little extra bit that they just tagged on the end of the episode. Cuts to nighttime. Susan sticks her head out of her bedroom, goes to his door and goes, Shaq. <laughs> and Carl replies, Shag. <laughs> and she goes in that's how the episode ends full on shag next day they're at it at the kitchen table over the kitchen table you see it all Tim the, what's the bird called uh, Dal the cocker too he's going fucking crazy like that <laughs> it's brilliant they're full on like there's all sorts of moaning going on all oh. over the bacon and eggs it's an absolute free for all Tim you could say it's a shagathon. It is. It's <laughs> the name of the episode. And here's the thing, though, Tim. Here's the thing. Carl Kennedy does not stop halfway through. He plows <laughs> on to the very end. He, he wants not the line, he wants to medal, he wants to get covered in fucking tinfoil. Did he come oh, first? <laughs> full marathon. Yeah. Um, so they are full on shagging now. Um, they go and see Lynn and Joe later. Because Lynn's not getting any at the moment. Something's wrong with Joe Scully. We don't, we don't know exactly what's going on there, but he doesn't want to shag her. She keeps saying shag, and he's going shag. It's not really working at the Scully house. <laughs> um, but Cal and Susan, like, <laughs> Lynn's like, are you getting some? And Susan's like, yeah, aren't you? It's like full-on high school. Um, but it's, it's it was the funnest part of the last five episodes. So um, I enjoyed that bit. The rest of it, pretty shit. Not really fussed about neighbours anymore. But stuff like that. Shaking um, on the kitchen table. I'm always always up for a bit of that. <laughs> and there we go. What a way to finish. Oh, I'm setting that up for one of you. Come on, Jesus. <laughs>